Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 31 of the next generation of superstars. Very grateful to have Nero Dixon here, who's currently a forward in the sport of basketball. He's originally from Detroit, Michigan. Welcome to the show. Hello, how are you doing? Good to, he- good to see you, man. Good to have you on the show. Um, Thank I you, wanted to, Of course, of course. I wanted to hear more about, um, you know, really how you started to find, you know, the love for the game of basketball and really find your passion. Absolutely. The love for basketball started for me early on. I love to actually tell a story about how as a child, uh, my dad would watch me as a kid uh, shoot uh, socks into into a um, what is it called? It's like a clothing basket. I would shoot socks into a clothing basket. Like, like a That's small little trash basket. And ever since then, it's just been love at first sight. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what about when you were growing up, you know, you see your dad was supporting you. Was there a lot of support from the rest of your family or friends as you really try to, you know, take this seriously and not dive into perfecting your craft? Absolutely. I have a very tight knit family, very close circle. My friends were very supportive of my dreams early on. Uh, One of my best friends uh, growing up as a child, Brandon Mayberry, uh, I can remember he actually would go out and work with me all summer and it actually elevated me to become better at the sport early on. And I grew from there and meeting other friends uh, along the way, my friends back home in Detroit uh, who guided me, helped me stay away from different things and, and stay in and keep playing, keep pushing. I love it, man. That's awesome. And, and you said your community back at Detroit what was kind of that growing up with that culture in Detroit with, with basketball, how was that culture, you know, how did it kind of help you with your growth in the sport? Absolutely. The culture of basketball in Detroit is interesting. I would describe it as, as a very gritty game. Uh, it's definitely gritty. It taught me to be tough early on. My dad taught me to just go out there, give it your all at all times and and be the toughest person out there, no matter what. And that's what led me on to be able to play on a lot of courts, uh, just toughness, being able to be the, the person with the biggest heart, no matter who I have to face. That's awesome. I love it. That's great, man. And, and kind of, um, you know, you see that that culture that you grew up with and, and that community in Detroit. Um, if you've done it in the past, you plan on the future. You now, what are some of the ways that you really envision, you know, kind of giving back to your community in Detroit now that you're really excelling you know, in, in the sport, playing at the, you know, playing at the level you're at? Absolutely. I spoke with a couple friends who actually play college basketball as well. One of my childhood friends, uh, Jalen Randall, he's playing ball down at Alabama A&M. Uh, we've had different talks about getting guys together in the community to be able to put some together for some kids. So we definitely look forward to having that happen soon. I love it. That's awesome. And we would love to support you in that camp as much as, well, as, much as possible, because I think that's incredible to be able to give back you know, to the youth that look up to you. Absolutely. It's been something that I actually had been doing like on a more minor scale. Me and my brother, we would gather kids in the community and like build small leagues for them and just have them face off and play and stuff. And it would, awesome. it, would, it would bring community and, and allow kids to stay out of trouble and, and fall in love with the sport. And my mom would <laughs> my mom would tell you could only tell you how much she hated having everybody at the house. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, the, all the commotion and, and, and chaos going on, right? <laughs> Absolutely. All day, all night, sun up to sundown. 
That's awesome. I, that's awesome, man. Well, well, good for you to be able to to recognize that you have the ability to give back, you know, to the youth and then kids that look up to you. And it's the next generation of kids that are they're you know falling into your footsteps in the sport. Um, and I, and I think that's that's powerful to be able to show them what's possible because you're you're a living example of that. Um, and, and kind of talking more about you said the skills of toughness. You know, it's a gritty culture. You were you were growing up with the sport of basketball in Detroit. Um, you had to pour your heart out every single time you're out there. What other skills have you learned from the sport that's kind of helped you, um, you know, just just outside of the sport in your in your everyday life? I feel like the other skills that I've learned is how to connect with people of all different cultures. I feel like that's one of the most beautiful things that sports in general, not only basketball, is able to do. It's able to connect people of all cultures, all backgrounds. Um, my not only did I play Aspire Academy that uh, had players that represented. Uh, I want to say we had a team of players that represented over five countries at the time when I was at Spire. Oh, wow. Uh, my, That's awesome. My senior year playing at Aim High International, we had, I want to say, over seven con- seven different countries represented. It's incredible. It's, uh, being able to bring so many different people of all different types of backgrounds together and, and be able to form a brotherhood that's uh, just, you know, you can't, you can't describe. hundred percent. No, that's, that's awesome. That's, and, and I think that's important too, is that there's so many life skills that even you know, not even basketball, but everything that can teach you within just playing sports in general um, and to be able to apply that, you know, to, to how you connect with people and, and how you, you know, connect with people from different backgrounds or wherever it might be. It's really just there's so many you know leadership, communication, everything like that is so important um, and, and just life after your career, too. Well, what's been some of your most memorable career moments you know, so far that you look back on and you're just grateful to have, have experienced that? My most memorable career moment, I would say, is probably one of like my least notoriable moments I've had so far as a player. It was actually an AAU game. Like my dad is my rock. That's my guy. He actually he was out of town and he was going to miss the game. He was coming in town and he had got right back in town to catch the last minute and a half of a game. And we were down six and I hit three straight threes to win the game. That's unreal. I love yeah. it. I love <laughs> it. That's awesome. And he came in right as the, you know, as everything kind of just turned, turned into your favorite. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that's something you'll always cherish forever, you know, be able to share those moments and especially with family there, you know, in, the, in your presence as that moment takes off. And I think that's just incredible. Um, and I yep. think more as just, you know, you being a student athlete, there's so much that goes into it. Right. And I, I think something that people on the outside, they don't see is like how much training there is for not only physically, but mentally, right. To be able to, to be mentally sharp in what you're doing in, in your craft. What does that training look like, you know, on, on both a, a physical and mental level to really be, at the top of your game without a doubt i want to put emphasis on the mental aspect that you spoke upon there because a lot of athletes minimize it we tend to think that the stronger we are the more physical we are it can take us so far it can only take you so far you know you're only as good as your mind can take you and um i learned i want to say i learned how big mental was in sport when I arrived at Spire, we had a mental skills coach. His name was Lynn Spacek, a great guy. He taught us so many different things, uh, different breathing techniques, meditational techniques, and uh, visualization techniques. 
different things to center ourselves as athletes and that completely evolved all of us we there was so much about ourselves that we didn't know until we unlocked that i love it that's that's incredible and i, and I think that's something that's going to help you you know even for years to come even after you, you stop playing the sport because that mental health that mental toughness um it applies to everything you know whether it's in academics and your sport as you're as you're you know connecting with people um, in different industries. I think that's just so crucial to be able to control that, stay calm. And, and also, you know, what are some of the ways that you really get in the zone? You know, when you're in the, you know, you said you, you hit three threes in a row in that game, you know, how do you stay focused? You know, there's always distractions on the outside. How do you stay in your own zone? I want to say the easiest way to get in the zone is to think of, think back to like just being at Baltic Park on Detroit Seaside. No matter what court I'm at, I just zone out. I just picture being home at Baldock Park, and I just I let go. That's awesome. That's awesome. It kind of takes you to that happy place, and you kind of just you know don't think about anything else, but you know just you in that in that place, um, and, and kind of just you versus yourself. You know what I mean? Absolutely, it's complete comfort. I don't think of nothing else but just yep. me in a space. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and what does more of your routine look like when you're in season, right? I know there's, there's so much to balance as being a student athlete. How, what does your routine look like and how do you kind of stay disciplined in your own way that, that works for you as an athlete? Got you. My, my, my routine in season as an athlete, I typically like to get my extra work in earlier on in the morning. I'll go out for a run. It depends. It, it just all depends around like uh, scheduling for practices or different workouts, but I'll definitely right. get, Get three workouts in a day, uh, a midday workout and a later at night workout. Uh, I got to shout out my guy back home in Detroit, Weez, my trainer who actually uh, invested so much trust in me as an athlete early on that actually just made me able to believe in myself. So, you know, it, it's always that person who believes in you that allows you to push yourself further than... 100% you could before and he believed in me early on he pushed me he's trained me since I was 12 years old all the way up until now I still trust him I give him a call anytime and back home when I'm in Detroit he has me in the gym at 12 midnight every night that's awesome you're there you're there he's not letting you go home early to go to sleep you're, you're there and you're putting the work in not at all we're not we're not leaving the gym until I say two thirty if he's being friendly. <laughs> so you might, so you might be there till like three, four a.m. You know, most times. Absolutely, and then he'll give you that call in the morning. Uh, come on. Yeah, like you up, you're not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, and that's good to be able to have someone to help you keep accountability because you know you can only keep yourself accountability so you know so far until someone really can be there to believe in you more and, and help you, you know, get to that next level. And I think that's just so crucial to have those mentors and coaches and trainers around you that can really help support your growth, you know, as an individual. Absolutely. To add on to that, you know, to add on to the, what we talked about as far as mental health, it, it's also the mental voices that you have in your ear of those people that believe in you that is able to get you back in the zone, relock you in. I always either think of him, my dad, or just different, different people I've had who've told me something that I need in that moment to get me going. That's awesome. Yep. It's so true. It's so true on all levels and kind of switching a little bit gears into, you know, your teammates, the camaraderie you've probably built with so many teammates, whether it's been AAU and high school and so forth. 
there's got to be some funny stories that you look back on and, and just, you know, love to cherish and enjoy with some of your teammates. Has there been anything that you, that you can share, have you've shared with your teammates and any funny stories around that? Any funny stories? There's a lot of different funny stories. Uh, I got a lot of different funny stories with my guy, Rob Bob back at Spire, big Rob. Uh, I want to say the funniest stories come from aim high international in our, in our room that we had, we had four different guys in our room and we had the funnest, most funniest room. We'll be cracking jokes at three in the morning, have to turn around <laughs> six in the morning for a work. I love it. That's awesome. And, and you think back to those moments and, and even as you excel through your career, it's like you get to cherish so many of those good times. You build that bond with those teammates that you'll have for you know decades to come. Um, and, and that's something that's just priceless. Right. And, and I think that's why it, it's so big that like you said earlier on in the show is to be able to connect with people. Um, and it doesn't matter, you know, where they're from, their background and so forth to be able to do that and have great teammates and, and all support each other and, and, and enjoy good times. Um, it's, there's nothing like it. And I think it's incredible. That's awesome. That's awesome. And kind of shifting more to, you know, more of a big topic these past couple of years, as you know, with the NIL space emerging, um, that happening in the summer of 2021, what was your reaction when you saw that you could actually take control of your own brand, you know, really build it the way you want to design it um, and go and connect with these brands and companies and founders and, and be able to, to actually monetize it in ways that you could not before? The first thought that came to my mind was right on time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. It was, the, it was the year, it was my freshman year of college. So it was like, all right, let's, let's learn what this is. Let's get an understanding of how it, how it's able to elevate ourselves as players, not only financially, but as a brand, what is a brand, you know, different questions that you ask. And it definitely elevated everyone on a business level, which, you know, we know for many years, athletes have been on the short end of the stick of the business side, being right. able to take control of our destinies definitely change the landscape of everything to say the least <laughs> so true yeah 100% 100% and i think it's just so powerful because you know this was a long time coming and now that it's here and we've you know been you know almost 2 years into it you know people and athletes and brands and everyone's really diving into how can we provide more education more resources more tools uh, even at burst you know we're building our mobile app to provide more education to to you and all of our athletes so it's like there's so much around it that that's being built um, that's in a positive manner that, that I think is just so powerful uh, to everybody involved, you know, whether you're an athlete or brand in, in this whole space. Absolutely. One thing that I loved was I saw a guy who's from the same community back home in Detroit, David DeJulius, uh, who's playing down at Cincinnati. He used this NIL deal to sponsor for uh, books and different necessities for Detroit public schools. And that was one thing that was amazing that I saw, you know, it's athletes being able to think on those levels to affect and impact communities, people who, you know, aren't able to, you know, be on that level, but are able to reap the benefits from it. it it's, it's absolutely amazing. hundred percent. I love it. And I think any way you can give back and really make that impact, like you're saying, is just it's it's taking things to a, to a new level. It's showing that you care about the youth and other people, you know, that you can impact in that community. Um, and, and whether it's your a community or new community, it just doesn't matter if you can really give back in that positive manner. I, I think it's just so, so impactful 
um, to, to do so. Uh, and, and going further with NIL, the whole sports tech is evolving, right? And you see with us at Burst, you know, been working with us and now we're getting things rolling with you. And what, what are your thoughts on how technology is, is helping you as an athlete, is helping the whole sports industry grow? Um, what are your thoughts on all of that? My thoughts on it is that it's amazing because one thing that we've seen with the tech, you know, platform period is that everything is evolving and elevating fast, you know, right. before we could even know it or know what it is, you know, everything is going fast. So it's definitely, it's, we're able to gather a different, uh, what would I, what would I say? We're able to outreach a different a uh, group of people that we wouldn't be able to because the internet is worldwide. So it's a, it's absolutely. 100%. Yeah. We're more connected now than more than ever. Right. And I think be able to, to do things in a more authentic and secure and transparent way. Um, you know, even just us having a connection in two different parts of the, of the, of the world on zoom and be able to, to do a podcast episode within that. I mean, there's just so many new ways that's evolving. Um, you see blockchain technology and everything else that's becoming more secure and, and it's just powerful to be able to take ownership of that and, and control your brand and, and use your brand as a platform to inspire others and motivate others. You know, if you posted a video of, of you playing basketball, that could inspire someone looking up to you to go and chase their dream um, and sharing that on social media and be able to to show that, uh, you know, you can actually go in and make it happen. And I think it's it's awesome what people can use in a positive way you know, with with the technology. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, Daniel, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up here shortly, but what's um, what's kind of your big vision with your career and kind of what you want to do, um, you know, with, with your goals right now? My big, I want to say the, one of the biggest things that I want to do is I want to open up a foundation back home in Detroit, you know, definitely something for the youth. You know, I want to, I want to, I have big plans in store for that. Definitely. That's, I love it. So open up a foundation for the youth back home in Detroit. That's awesome. Absolutely. More than any type of personal accolade that I could accomplish. That is what I deeply, deeply want to accomplish in life. It's incredible. It's incredible. Anyway, we, we can support you in doing that. We'd love to, because I think that's awesome to be able to, to do that. You've seen so many professional athletes, you know, all different sports that give back to their community with foundations and, and nonprofits and and to be able to, to see the, the youth and, and everybody else that's impact, they've impacted, uh, it, it's so uh, awesome to see that. And, and I think, you know, with your vision and, you know, you're putting your, your, you know, everything with your accolades aside and saying, you know, this is my, this is my why and why I want to go and chase my dream and do things on this level and, and the sport you play because you want to be able to, to open up a foundation that can actually help out youth back home where it all started. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. And kind of, you know, a little bit into shifting gear. What are some of your hobbies and, and passions outside of the sport of basketball when you do have some free time on your hands? Anything. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> that's a great I love, answer. <laughs> love, I love to be good at anything. I don't know what it is. I've just always been competitive. I don't know what it I it doesn't matter. I'm telling you. We I, go love out. I love I the love try. It. But it, it, all, it all starts from the ability to try new things. Uh, being in Detroit, there's so many things that uh, kids grow up there and feel like we're foxhole to to one one thing that we could see. And just I always had a, a desire to get out and see something else, see something different right. and experience new things. So I said, hey, like, I don't I don't want to just see this one thing that I'm seeing back home. 
I want to be able to right. experience new things. So who am I to be opposed to any new experiences that I could come across? 100%. No, that's awesome. And I think having an open mind and be able to go and try new experiences, go try different activities, do different things um, that, that allows you to, to gain more self-awareness of what you like and don't like, right? And I, and I think that's why um, it's so important for people at a young age to go and try different things, right? See what they like, see what they don't like, and, and be able to to then have a better answer and clarity on, on self-awareness of, of what they actually want to go after and chase um, and, and make, and, you know, actually make a living out of. So I think that's awesome that you're, you're open-minded to, to doing that stuff. Absolutely. And if you could, and we'll wrap this up here with this last question, Danero, if you could give three pieces of advice to the next generation, the youth that, le- that looks up to you, um, you know, whether it's been life lessons or skills or anything that you have in mind, what would those three pieces of advice be you know, for the next generation? One most importantly is to trust in your faith, you know, whatever that may be. Uh, definitely you have to be faithful. Uh, two is to learn yourself, understand yourself. You know, that's a, that's a very huge part of, you know, who you can become, you know, you would never become as great as you can if you don't know what steps it takes to get there. Um, third, third, I would definitely say to, to be resilient, to be resilient. I love it, man. Those are all great pieces of advice. Just to recap what you say, you said, number one, trust in your faith, you know, whatever that might be to that individual. You said, number two, understand yourself. That allows you to kind of get to where you want to be and have that self-awareness. And, and number three, you should be resilient. And I, and I think all three of those are great pieces of advice, lessons that, you know, that have helped you and it can definitely help others. So De Niro Dixon here we from Detroit, Michigan. We appreciate you being on the show. This is episode number 31. Everybody go follow De Niro all over social media and look forward to, to his season coming up next year. We appreciate you for being on the show, man. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you.